Welcome back to One More and We All Go. I'm Frank. I'm Brad. And I'm Rob. And you're also known as... Adeuce. Adeuce. Deucey. Whatever Brad calls me. Deucey was always one of my favorites. How did Deuce come about then? Geez, that's jumping right into the middle of our friendship, Rob. Wow. Oh, okay. Well, let's start that's back a, at the beginning. It's a it's a really cool name, isn't it? It's really interesting. <laughs> it's a I catchy name. It sounds, it sounds cool. Its origins are a little tough, but <laughs> it doesn't. It's not as cool when you hear the story. I'll tell you that. Oh, okay. But, it's still a good story, though. Yeah. We got time. Go ahead. Well, yeah, it was the first day I think I was working for you guys. Um, yep. And, and uh, anybody that watches uh, Family Guy knows that you don't pass by Home Bowl ever on a way to a job or anywhere. No. So on the way home from work, I had called Brad and said, hey, uh, I'm going to hit the bathroom at the house on the way by, and then I'll be there. So I did. And, you know, I was real descriptive about what I was doing. Uh, and when I got to the field, they were talking and calling a guy out by the name Deuce. Well, it was my first night. I, I don't know who everybody's handle is. Well, it turns out it was mine. <laughs> and I'm thinking, wow, that's kind of a cool name, man. That's awesome. I get to be Deuce? And then they said, no, it's because you had to stop and poop. So they're number two. <laughs> so, yeah, it went from cool to stupid in a bigger Yeah, yeah but you know. not everybody knows the story. Not everybody so knows the it's story still until cool. now. Yeah. You know, now that everybody knows it's poop and not because I'm really cool. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, I respectfully disagree. He, oh my god! So then, so, what's your harvest uh, handle? Well, they most of them are Top Gun names. Everybody on the crew's got a Top Gun handle, but we were running short because we had so many guys coming and going. So mine was Jester because they were Top Gun. Jester was second in command at the time. My dad Viper was around. He was in command. Okay. Well, we got Maverick, Slider, Sundown, Hollywood, Wolfman, Iceman. Uh, they're all there. There's 15 or 16 of them. Uh, Tex, Railroad. There's a whole bunch of good ones on there. Yep. Well, the the one day I, I uh, worked your harvest, I never got a name. It'd probably be Magellan, though. I could, yeah, Radar, Magellan, Pocahontas, something like that. <laughs> you kind of got to do something really stupid first, and then you just kind of clicks, and then you're in the groove with it, and it becomes your thing. And He's I got, got we, a thing. We had a guy dumb enough to come in and try to name himself one day, and that turned into a disastrous event for him. Uh, oh. Tin Can, I believe, correct? Yes, yes. He wanted to be called 10K because he was from Minnesota. <laughs> and he came in that day and let us all know that he'd been thinking about it and that that was what he wanted to be called. I'm not going to say any names, but it rhymes with Sman Smako. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, Brad all of a sudden comes on and says, well, Tin Can it is. And he corrects him. He says, no, 10K, like 10,000 lakes. He goes, exactly, Tin Can. <laughs> you're screwed. That's, you're yeah. a tin can now. They yeah, actually yeah. put it on a coat, so it's official. Yep. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. Yeah, it was the real deal. So, all right, we'll, we'll step back to the beginning, Rob. We usually start way back to the beginning, your early childhood memories. We appreciate you coming down. Thanks oh, for having you in the green room. Oh, God, early memories. That's going back now. So, your early childhood memories, the <clears throat> soonest ones you can remember when you were growing up, what sparked your memories starting off the bat? The first thing? Yeah, where, where'd you grow up? Brothers, oh, sisters, siblings? Gotcha, gotcha. Dogs I mean, that died to fall out of a treehouse? Oh, yeah, a lot of that. Um, no, oldest of four. Um, born in Omaha, and then we moved to Plattsmouth till I was about, I don't know, six. My grandfather died, and he had a farm out by Shelby, Iowa. And then my dad and my mom decided they wanted to move to the farm. None of the other kids were willing or wanted to so we did we sold the place in Plattsmouth and moved to Shelby and then I went to school there right on right on yeah 
So, and then you went to your whole school career in oh, Shelby? Oh, well, everything but kindergarten. All right. So was that joined up? Was it HSTW or it was, was it just? just Shelby Tenet back. Oh, just ST. Yeah. That's all we were. We were the other Cardinals. Oh. <laughs> so uh, did you play a lot of sports in high school or did you do yeah, glee club or anything we, like that? We, we played a lot of sports because there really just weren't that many kids in school. So right. If you wanted to play, you went out because you were going to get to play. Right. So, yeah, I played basketball very poorly for two years. I would have thought a guy as tall as you are would be oh, really good at basketball. And, and yeah, with these these feet and my skills. Yeah, <laughs> I just, I played, it was more like soccer when I had it. Um, and, yeah, I remember one time in basketball being told by a ref that it's not football. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's when I realized, well, I might not be cut out for this. I, th- I think our coach, Frank, told me I hit more people in basketball than I did in football. So I, I, wasn't, I wasn't great at it by any means for yep. the fifth grade I played. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was horrible. I was really horrible. Uh, never started ever, even in on JV. Just never. Oh man, there's only six people on the team. They really had to had to I work had to at work it. around you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I had one game, one game in JV where I lit it up, and I think I I don't remember. I think I scored like twenty five or thirty points in this game, and that is the only time you nice. could you could throw that ball to me back in that spot again. I all I do is bounce it off the rim. I don't know what was going on that day. <laughs> But uh, it was a good day. You're clicking. Oh, that good was your to time to shine. That was my. Uh... <laughs> was it? Was that the day Diane met you? No, no got laid. No, no. That was, uh, that was that was later on in high school. All right. So did you guys go to school together? So Diane, by the way, is his wife. Yep. Uh, lovely lady. So you guys been together since high school? Oh, we met in high school, but we did not date in high school. She had a full time back then. She's kind of big deal. Had a steady. Did you have to rough him up. No, no. He he, was, he wasn't a JV All Star though. I don't know if he ever did what I did on that day. <laughs> but, no, nobody but, did. But he had her affections at that time yet. But he, I hadn't come along. No, we met through friends in high school, but we didn't date. We just knew who one another was from right. track meets and. Um, I mean, back then, that's you had to go meet people. You had to literally go to another school to their dance something right and then you got to know them and you had to remember their names you had, to, cru- you had to cruise their town <laughs> you know we yeah should... you had to go cruise this this deal here in carson and right get chased out of here by all the guys and we really should add high school mixers back before cell phones you know go go to dances with kitchen trainer and avoca just to meet people because they did that's what we did oh well we never had dances like that they, no, I mean... then, then you had to figure out who the girl's dad was and stalk them in the phone book and back then it was legitimate <laughs> because that's literally the only way you could call this. Ah. then you had to sit there and figure out how in the hell there's there's 80 smiths and you're like hey does jenny live there yeah so then if no you, okay. yeah, a weird name like that then you had to go like a like a harlan phone book back then you're like oh crap so uh, like, but, like, oh, let me stop you there uh, uh kids a phone book is like uh, your contact list, but it was in a uh, book format. And a book is a bunch of papers uh, glued together. Nailed it. I think Absolutely we had, yeah. right Great on description. the money. <laughs> that literally is Webster, Webster so, material. So that's that's kind of quick skim over your high school career. Did uh, did you do, I mean, I know you're big into guns now and shooting marksmen. Did you do a lot of shooting and hunting in high school? When I was a kid, you know, they didn't have any high school shooting teams. So we were... Uh, we had to go learn it. Not and a squirrel in the county was safe. Of, not a tree in the branch that was dead on a tree that was safe uh, with that twenty-two. Man, I went through thousands of rounds trying, teaching myself to shoot. And my dad would help me with learning how to do trigger pull and 
Right. And then I kind of caught on, and that it, it was like something I was good at. And tearing them apart became like a thing. Seeing how they work. Yeah, I was really into mechanical stuff when I was a kid, and I liked to make my own crappy farm toys. Yeah. I, if I wanted it, I could go rip some lath out of the old snow fence and get <laughs> right. the saw, you know, with some, with some snails next thing. I got a planter, buddy. Yeah. Some wire. I was rolling. We're farming. <laughs> we were farming, We're buddy. farming. I had rows all over the place in the garden. Now, did it actually look like a planter? Were your parents like, oh, Rob's special, he thinks? No, it looked like a planter. Right. It actually did what it was supposed to do. It wasn't real fancy. It, it made lines in the dirt. Don't even had a marker, everything. And, oh, oh, yes. Wow. I've I've been there. I can't say I didn't do that. They uh, they could they immediately spotted my gift and made me clean more chicken houses. <laughs> so it went nowhere. <laughs> but, but, to, save, to save the snow fence, exactly. if nothing else. The dad would yell at me. Where you know you give me big gaps in the snow fence where the boards are all. I got swords made out of them. And <laughs> well, the snow fence people most of them are spiky on the bottom. Well, no, the, the last aren't spiky, are they? No, they aren't until you sharpen them up with a saw or something right. and make them dangerous. So then you wait till the chicken's get out, then you stab with yeah, your Oh, yeah, anything was not safe from them swords. That's the same way Jeffrey Dahmer started out. I know, I know. But you turned out much better than he did. Exactly. I'd, say. I'd, I'd like that. To we know so. he could be yeah, really. He could be better sure. than Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> no, I haven't been to the basement in a while. I don't, I don't know what's down there. Just, it's it's scary. So, well, moving forward. By <laughs> Wait, the he way, he's, he doesn't he's have not a, sound... a serial killer. So no, we'll no, throw that out there. no serial killings in my past. See, all. I can't wait until we have to list this house, and they're like, "Hey, there's a small soundproof room in the basement." Yeah. <laughs> See, I've officially got a place. They might come check. Oh, the I would definitely put some swings and stuff in here. Oh, yeah. Oh, just put a bunch weird. of anchor Don't points. Be afraid to come in here. Yeah. 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 Big make the door rack. really hard to open. Screw it all shut. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to see in here. Move Re- on. Replace these bulbs with red ones. I like it. I like it. <laughs> nice. What's in there? Oh, don't worry about it. Don't Move worry it about it. You know what you should do is pull the carpet up and put an outline of a human and then just... Well, <laughs> well, put it back down. Before you come in, if you ever get like a green room, yeah. just put like an outline of a body out there as a decoration and see, make people sit out there and go, what in the world? Yeah, I like it. The waiting room? Yeah. So, so moving through high school, what did what did you do after high school? I'm guessing you graduated what or mid eighties, eighty nine. Okay. I, well, actually, during high school, I uh, I joined the Army National Guard in eighty eight. Okay. So I was doing that my entire senior year. So how long were you in the army? How much did you do that for army? Did, six, did you take any tours? Or? Six years, and the only the closest we got to a tour was the Gulf War in ninety one. Okay. They kind of put us all on alert. Told us don't be traveling out of country. I guess, as I recall, and then thirty days later it was over. Yeah, they right. Were, they were all standing down. What was uh, what was your job? I was in the infantry. Eleven Bravo. Eleven Bravo. Yeah. Eleven B one Fort Benning, Georgia. Nice. Believe it or not, honor graduate. Rule. I'm going to toot a horn. It's, you could do the most push-ups. That's the only thing I think I've really ever done. Where I was the top <laughs> no, of anything in that JV game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that was my basketball moment in the, in the in the army. We're only and five minutes into this, and we got two great accomplishments wow. already. Yeah. See, I'm feeling a lot better about myself. Yeah. So, uh, so being young, you were been what 19 then? Yeah, yeah. I were was, you were you nervous, excited? Were you like, oh, let's 18. go, let's go get into it? Oh what yeah. You, Actually, I was just done with track, so I was in great shape. And other than the first terrifying week, you know, then you kind of fell into the routine and you knew physically you were going to be able to do it. Yeah. 
And I don't know, it was like a, like old Forrest Gump, man. It was. <laughs> it just fell out running. Yeah, it felt something about that army. <laughs> I, I loved it, man. It was great. I loved it. Um, I, honest to God, think back, I, I wish I'd had maybe done it in the regular army for a couple of years. Just Spent more time in there? Just to do it, but I would have never met Diana, and that would have been horrible. Yeah. Right. So that, it all worked out the way it was supposed to. Right. So what what'd you do? What did you get into work after high school? While you were, Did you go to school? Did you get into a trade? Yep. I went to Iowa Western, and I started out taking electronics engineering technology, it was called back then where they were still fixing um, TVs, oh. uh, appliances, the early electronics. So I did that for about a year. That field we were finding out from the guys that were coming back that graduated was closing. Huh. Solid state was starting to be a thing. Yeah. So the LED was like right on the horizon. Right on the cusp. And yeah, so I could see that this just isn't going to pay anything <laughs> so it can only repair so many vcs exactly it's there that was they were that was all going away um i'm going know. big on vcrs I think yeah, it's it, that's literally what it was back then everybody's like who fixes these even in 89 it's like you find you find it in the dumpster yeah you know, nobody yeah. fixed them anymore so i i went to my counselor and said i'm going to switch from electronics engineering to welding and i the guy just looked at me like what and i Yep. He said, I'm, I'm going to turn it all in for a welder. So I did that for about two months. I yep. got into the steam fitters local. I got accepted into that right around 20. So you're, what are you, 50 now? 52. 50, 52 oh, here close. this month. Now. Wow. So you burn a rod or two in your day. A couple of welding, a couple pounds of rod, like we say. <laughs> right, a couple pounds uh, of rod. I'm by no means the best welder in Omaha, but I can stick metal together. So so for those that don't know, the layman's, what's a, what's a fitter do day to day? What? Because, I mean, they we build do, these cities' infrastructures all around yes, the world. Yes, they do. Uh, my brothers and sisters all over the country do. Uh, everybody. The union, non-union, all of them. Um, but... Our job is heating and air conditioning on a, an industrial level. So um, any of your rooftop units at your shopping malls, any of the pipe underground that the gas goes through, anything like that, we do all of that. And then we do service, a lot of service work, where we furnaces, boilers, all the equipment that makes the, the building work. Um, we service all of that, repair it replace it see i was kind of behind the scenes the the guy that the guy or gal that you wonder like well who made that or yeah go you know make that go well that that's us right now there is a steam fitter in jackson mississippi who is working his ass off to try to get a pump going at a water treatment right that's what we do so when i'm watching that on the news right now i'm thinking oh I know exactly. <laughs> Do you think about like going down there lend a hand? No, because whoever <laughs> is in charge of that water treatment plant's having a bad week. Real right. bad, real yeah. bad week. <laughs> I don't want to be Couldn't around. I, yeah. yeah, that that's the kind of work that they, they call us in to do. Uh, during the freeze, a friend of ours got called up. Company he works for. They went What's to, the freeze? I guess. Uh, the, the I'm saying. Yeah, I guess Texas? I'm on the radio. Yeah, the Texas freeze. Um, Grumman, I believe it was, out of Lincoln, hired them to go to Texas to repipe a bomb plant. 
apparently we have one in the United States. That builds bombs? That builds bombs. I believe it's in Garland, Texas. Now don't give too much away. Yeah, it's been there since. We're the we're pretty international here, Rob. Exactly. Let's. We're in Ooh. we're in fourteen countries. Okay, no bullshit. We've been, oh well, hey, I'll take that back. It's, uh, Texas is a big state. <laughs> um, somewhere in Georgia. Somewhere in Georgia. Yeah, it's or Puerto Rico. Go go look there. But they got. It was really cool to, to listen to them talk about the equipment. I, I couldn't believe it, but that's probably the most interesting job that I've heard of anybody getting to go do that I know. I don't know if I'd want to weld in a bomb factory. Well. Well, I mean, nuclear plants, power plants. They don't do anything. And really, literally, I learned more from him than I I learned in the Army about them. It's just a shell that they make there. It's not anything until they put, apparently, a lot of stuff inside. Okay. So one thing that amazed me at watching a documentary about you people, and I say you people as fitters, uh, I didn't know that New York was running off central steam plants. I just assumed they all had their own boilers and stuff. No, they've got central steam plants, and they pipe it for miles, right? Omaha does it, too. Really? Yes. See, I did like in our school, you know, they always had a, a boiler in the basement. They pump it mm-hmm. out, and I assume that's all they all were. I didn't know they had central steam units, and that's why you'd see this streets blowing manhole covers yes. off and stuff when they had ruptures. And it, I mean, how much PSI are those things running? Well, anywhere, I think in Omaha, that system runs around 300 out in the street. So your garden hose, what's that? 50, pe- 50 um, pressure, you put your thumb over and stop it? really what we call kick-ass city water pressure you're looking at about 100 pounds at your okay. 90, 90 to 100 pounds at your, at your so, faucet. So how much does it take to hurt you out of a pipe? Whether it be water, steam, well, steam is going to hurt you at any pressure probably. But You start, ooh, man, I don't know. Because we want to get some carnage in this episode. Yeah, you can you can rip stuff up with water. You can make something up as right well. Nozzle. We don't care. I don't even know. 1,400 PSI. Maybe what do those written. water jet cutters run? I don't know, but I like watching Damn them. Damn it, they're, they're, it's almost soothing to watch. It cuts through marble. Yeah. It cuts through steel. I'm like, this thing's it incredible. Slices, it dices. It does. And it's perfect edges it's, when you're done. It's a gin, so you put it, it's, it'll cut a tomato like you can't believe by the looks of things. Or yeah. splatter it everywhere. <laughs> either way is cool. Either way, there's no tomato. Yeah, either way, it's a winning deal. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's amazing to watch. So, So you've been fitting for 30 years now. 31 years this month. So what's what's the favorite job or most exciting job, intriguing job you've ever been on? I mean, like nuclear Ooh. plants, uh, girls' locker room, anything I've in between? to see some really cool stuff, really cool stuff. And, and honestly, the coolest stuff to me, being a military and a mechanical geek, was at Offit. Right. I got to work down there in my younger days a lot. And I got to see the inner workings of a lot of things that, just wondered what's down there, what's yeah. in that. I got to see it, which was cool. It, no, often is terrifying. Is a, is an amazing. Yeah, I've I've only ever been to the the PX and then uh, to the gym. We got to see the insides of all of those buildings. I mean, the inner workings. I got to work in that Martin Bomber plant for over two years. I believe I was in there. Off That's and on, on different projects, and that is was well, back then was just a really cool. That's cool. You ever been to on off it, Brad? I think we took a field trip, maybe not the sack we went yeah. to the Strategic Air, Air Command Museum, but uh, no, I've never been to off it. They've got a they've got a gymnasium and an old airplane hangar. Yep, and it's like two laps around the track is a mile. It's huge. Yeah, it's a just half mile in the building. Trap in, in the building, they've got like ten indoors soccer uh, fields. Because it goes in, so- inside. In, yep. in yeah, it's just absolutely gigantic. So when they were Stratcom and they did looking glass, that was the hangers. 
What's Looking Glass? Looking Glass was a program back in the uh, again. We are in 80s. multiple countries. Yeah, let's not, let's not oh. blow the wad here, Rob. This Damn is, it! This is yeah. This is some amazing. No one knows this is going on. <laughs> <laughs> it's only flown around Bellevue for fifty years. <laughs> Don't they have like ten stories underground to protect them from nuclear fallout and things you know back the, in the Cold War days? You know the funny thing. It's it's only about four or five stories, and and honest to God, when they built that thing, by the time it opened, it was obsolete to the nuclear devices that the Russians had. Okay, no <laughs> so it was no longer nuclear proof, but it it could it could it could withstand oh a lot. Um, it was designed to run for about twenty four to forty eight hours, like without outside help, help of any kind. Yeah. There, there were generator rooms. There were uh, their generator rooms would actually draw water out of a pond. Huh. It used to be out there. It is now yeah. the new Stratcom where the pond used to be. Huh. You know, they that's where uh, George Bush went on 9-11. Yep. They, they flew him to Offutt. That's right. Because I was in college when it happened. And uh, so on the radio from the morning until 4 or 5 o'clock in the afternoon. And then I see all the airplanes were supposed to be grounded. And then I hear one flying over. And I was like, son of a bitch. And it was Air Force One. Yeah. Flying pretty low to the ground, and it was going straight to off. We were at Murray, mm. Murray, Nebraska that day, and it flew right over. And the support planes, the great big camouflaged yep. cargo planes. If you could see where they took him, um, it would almost scare you a little bit. Oh, I it's, bet. It's not not that impressive where he went. Yeah. Um, you have the vision in your mind, and you see it on TV. I've seen Independence Day. Was Nothing. it like that? Oh, no. Oh, exactly. <laughs> I was in some rooms working that when you found out what they were and you looked around, you were like, seriously? I mean, really? Yeah. <laughs> this is the best uh, we can do? The pop well, machine's out of Dr. Pepper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but they actually had like a show and tell with the Chinese when I worked there, uh, where Hillary Clinton flew in with the, some Chinese heads of state. Yeah. They, we went and looked at theirs and now they were coming to look at ours. Yeah. So we show had, me yours, I'll show you mine. Exactly. So I was working in that 500 building the day that was going down and we had heard from a lot of people at the guard shack about it. And when I went underground, um, I asked them, are you guys locking the base down? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, well, when is that happening? You know, in theory, if a guy needed yeah. to get out of here to go pick parts up, <laughs> right? what would be a really great time for me to be scarce? And she said, I would go get my parts before 2.30. Huh. And I said, done, because what they would do is lock the base down. Yeah. And as I was leaving, the one of the Air Force Ones, the 737, was coming in. Hmm. Well, come to find out the next day, I some of them were joking. The Chinese thought we were kidding when they went down. You know, they'd watch the movies. Yeah. Oh, when the towers went down? Well, no, I mean, when they went down underground to view our launch facilities. Yep. And they, they like, I'm joking, they, they'd seen the movies. They're thinking, oh, it's grand. Yeah. But no, this it's isn't it. Pretty bare bones. This, this isn't it. No, all, all the magic's on the airplane. Is this a retired AT&T facility? It, oh, it's, oh, it, yeah, it was dated. I mean, they built this thing in the 50s. Right. And it really didn't get much more than lipstick on the pig for 40, 50 years. So by the time they built this new one, it was tough. I mean, they're making do. Yeah. The giant, right. giant reels with uh, communications on them and big knobs to turn you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the equipment, the stuff that you were working around was, 
my grandpa's era stuff, so it was really strange. Got to see some really interesting things on that base. That wow. Well, it sounds fascinating. classified. None of this is top secret, but some of the things that happened, we... We've, we've interfered with, like, uh, <laughs> one day we interfered with, with the air traffic, that huge $4 billion jet that flies around. We yeah. had authorization papers to go with a crane, pick up a natural gas pumping station that was stored there, put it on a truck. Well, as we're doing this with the crane, the second lieutenant that we have working with us is kind of looking, you know, off in the distance. So we're, we're kind of turning and looking, well, here comes that plane. And it comes down the runway to land, and then all of a sudden it just veers off, whoosh, goes whooshing over the top of us, and away it goes. And I've never seen it do that before. And I looked at this lieutenant, and I go, what are the odds that that was a good thing? And he goes, you know, not good. Yeah. Not good at all. And here come this old Dodge truck bouncing across Was he the just runway. your supervisor? Yeah, the... he was in charge of all this. Okay. He's a, well, you can't go out on the runway area without <laughs> Right. Yeah, so we're, 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 we got papers, you know, we got it. Like multi-pass, the yeah. whole nine yards. Oh, yeah, when the 747 goes whooshing overhead at that angle, that's horrible, apparently. That's a wave off. And there was this really mad guy that came, really mad. <laughs> you show him your papers? Whoa, you know, stay uh, in your lane, son. No, I got papers. No, my military experience, whoops, experience taught me to just point at that officer and hide and say it was his fault and, and run. Because I knew whatever would just happened with that jet was way above me. And I'm like, I bet we're in trouble somehow. But we weren't. So would somebody get an ass chewing over us? Yes. Oh, I get, apparently, yes. There was a breakdown. But yeah, that was crazy. That was a lot of money flying around. Oh, I'd imagine. <laughs> They're pretty protective of that thing. It's like I, a I, poker game with Brad. A lot of money flying oh, around. Oh, I've been involved in those. <laughs> I yeah, wouldn't say that. Uh, <laughs> I had to dig myself out of one of those one uh. night. Jeez, I was I was deep. <laughs> I was looking at my kid and wondering, like, you might have to go. Yeah. We could get a couple hundred out of Amanda. She's oh, a sweetheart. Yeah. Well, that's what I think I was down. Yeah. I had to get really hot just to get even. And I broke out. Broke out even, and I ran. I knew I was, I'd got a shark tank. Somehow or another, I'd made it to the side and over. Well, but I wasn't looking back. My shorts were gone. Had nothing. One flip flop. <laughs> had a good run, though. I had, had a, a good, good run. run. There. It was an adventure. My canoe and everything had been eaten. Now, this was another long episode, so we're going to cut this into two parts. So we'll get back with uh, Rob next Sunday. You can find us on apple podcasts on spotify and don't forget to like us on facebook and uh, interact with us there it's one more and we all go 